murderers decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny and I'm here with Fearless Gonzalez. Nash, you change your name every single show. Fearless Ego. There we go. That one, <laughs> that one, that one right Ooh. there. And today we're talking about the Gonzalez sisters. Mm, mm, this mm. I didn't know was a thing. This case shocked me to my core. Mm, I don't know. We mm. on a streak of shocking cases. First aye, the aye, sloppy aye. Joe, then the vampire. Now this one. I'm I, sure you I chose. You the one that's. Guys, I told you, you, you I picked the name. Joe, right? Mm. I did. I picked all three. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, isn't it? Isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? I offered to Nash. I said, Nash, you picked the show for today, and he said, No. Next week. So whose fault oh is this? Actually, the it topics, is Nash. It went from bad to worse, and then it went worse. And now this it's one, worse. I, 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 I. <laughs> Okay, we'll see. I anyway, so we have Maria Delfina Gonzalez, Venezuela, and Maria Del Cameron Gonzalez, Venezuela, and Maria Luisa Gonzalez, Venezuela, <laughs> and. <laughs> I, this one, no, 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 no. I don't know what they're trying with this one. Maria de Jesus Gonzalez, Venezuela. All the Marias. Why do we name know. all four daughters Maria? Please explain. <laughs> Maria. Maria quadrupled. They were known as Las. Again, I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> so don't come after me. Las <gasps> Poquianquis. We're not going to no, try to okay, pronounce you are on your <laughs> own. My brain was like, nope. Yeah. Anyway, mm -mm. they were four sisters from the north central Mexican state of Guanajuato. From 1950 to 1964, the sisters ran Rancho El Angel, the <laughs> which was a large-scale prostitution ring and the site of the murder of at least 91 people. <laughs> but it is believed that the four sisters killed more than 150 people or sure. even more than 200 people. Yes. And mm -hmm. when the Guinness World Records called it the most prolific murder partnership. Hey, hey I told you guys, don't worse. <laughs> mm -mm. So, the Go Gonzalez Venezuela sisters were born in El Salto, Jalisco, and would later be known as the name I pronounced earlier, which we're not going to attempt that mm -hmm. again. The four sisters, from eldest to youngest, were Delfina, born 1912. Maria del Cameron, born in 1918, Maria Luisa, born in 1920, and Maria de Jesus, born in 1924. Their father, Isidro, was a shopkeeper who later became chief of police. Their mm -hmm. mother, Bernardina, was extremely religious to the point of instilling a cult-like worship to Catholicism uh. in her daughters. Both parents were abusive in their own ways. Yes. The father was an alcoholic and sexist man who abused his power as chief of police. Yes. He would force the sisters to watch him as he tortured the people he arrested. 
He would hey. beat his daughters and had strict rules for them. He regularly used the cells he had access to as chief of police to punish his daughters. So imagine mm. you come home late and now next thing your father is thrown you in prison. Like that is a whole different level of punishment. <laughs> Cameron, in her attempt to leave the dysfunctional and abusive environment, got together with a man who was much older than her and tried to run away. Mm. This made her father furious and he found her, yanked her by the hair, hit ish, her and ish. dragged her to a cell where ish. he incarcerated her due to her indecent behavior. Uh. He went on with his normal shift during which he unjustly shot a man. Yeah. Okay. So the police in the situation, not 100% great, which I have a story about police, but I'll tell you guys at the end. Mm -mm -mm. He went on the run after this, hiding out in different ranches across Mexico and left Cameron in jail, which she stayed in for 14 months. Okay. When she was released by an older man, she was only released on the promise that she would marry him if he released her. Some accounts now vary here. In some instances, the family fled the hometown together and in others, the sisters were led, left to fend for themselves while their father was in hiding. And this prompted them to add on the Venezuela to the Gonzales to disassociate themselves with their father. Ish. Cameron then married a 50-year-old grocer but he left her when she got pregnant during this time she also worked as a prostitute she then met another man who was also much older named Algato Vargas and they opened up a cantina but it was unsuccessful because he spent all the profit on alcohol <laughs> this was still a regular and perfectly legal canteen Delfina, then inspired by Cameron, decided she would do the same. Only she opened a brothel instead of a cantina. So this uh, is now the second sister. Okay. She's the second oldest. So Delfina opened her brothel in El Salto. And this was disguised as a regular canteen. And because there was less regu regulation away from the big cities, it made it easier to operate it illegally. She had girls from ages 12 to 15 which were kidnapped from nearby cities mm. and forced them to work for her. Many of her customers were police officers, military officers, soldiers, yeah, and yeah, politicians. Yeah. In 1948, due to stricter laws, she was forced to close her brothel and then moved it to San Juan de los Lagos and named it El Guadalajara. Don't again. I can't. So, Al Guadalajara de la Noche. <laughs> this is where the three other sisters began helping with the business. They were in charge of the kitchen and collecting cash. When then Cameron took it upon herself to sell makeup, clothes, and other personal objects to the employees. She sold these mm. items at an insane price, making their workers indebted to them, hey. essentially, essentially forcing them into indentured servitude, slavery. Yeah. Sure. Two weeks after opening, Delfina had enough money to move her brothel to San Francisco del Rincon, which is where brothels were legal. Here they 
bought a brothel that had belonged to a man whose nickname was Al Poquinkus, whatever that word was. And that's why the sisters then began also being known as this because they had bought his establishment. Once this brothel was successful, Maria de Jesus took two of the girls imprisoned by Delfina and opened a brothel in La Casa Blanca in Lyon, which she did through bribes, both money and through sleeping with people. She had the same kind of clients that Delfina did, as well as a local priest. Shame on you. To have enough girls for the brothels, they kidnapped or tricked them all over Mexico. Aside from just taking them off the streets, they told girls they would be working as maids. They even had consent from parents in some cases. Once the kidnapped girls arrived at the Brussels, they were raped, showered in freezing water, drugged, and then put to work that same night. Once girls reached the age of 25, they were considered too old and were sent to... Verdugo, which was a man that tortured, beat them, and starved them to death. Okay? And in some cases, they were mm. locked in a room for as long as possible with no food and eventually beaten to death to install fear into the other girls. If they got pregnant and they tried to hide the pregnancy once they gave birth, Ish. they were dead. And also, if they were fell pregnant, it was immediately an abortion. Ish. The sisters had many rules. They did not allow any kissing or acts between the girls themselves. And if they were caught, they were banned from the brothel. And in some instances, they were killed. The mm-hmm. sisters were, had surveillance on the girls to ensure this didn't happen. And if it did, the girls were punished heavily. They were forced to kneel with bricks in their hands. They were beaten with a bat that had nails attached to it and they were starved. In 1963, brothels became illegal and the sisters moved their brothel back to Lagos. And this is where the downfall began. Mm. So, Mm. Delfina's son, who helped them torture and control the girls, got into a bar fight at a nearby bar and was killed. Delfina then attempted to shoot her son's murderer, but missed. This uh, angered officials in the town and they wanted to arrest Delfina. Delfina went into hiding and police raided Maria de Jesus' brothel where all the girls and Maria were kept in for a day and they escaped at night to Mm. hide in a house owned by them in San Francisco del Rincon. The girls were forced to stay there for eight months during which they were starved. Many died from starvation and sickness. On January the 16th, 1964, the sisters began to feel cornered by police and moved the girls to Rancho Sal Angel, a location that had previously been used for torture and burying bodies. Mm -hmm. Twelve days after this, one girl, Catalina Ortega, escaped and went to the police. The police officer that took the report was a client of theirs, but listened anyway. The sisters denied all charges, but upon inspection, police found 90 bodies. They were arrested, but moved to a prison in Guanajuato due to the threat of lynching. They estimate there could be more than 300 murders. Only three sisters were arrested. The youngest, Maria Luisa, had left the business after 10 years. But upon hearing 
of her sister's arrest, she traveled back to see them. She was then arrested and accused of Satism, which was apparently not mm, true. Mm, mm. Due to errors during the investigation, many of the people that helped with the establishment were released. El Capitan, who was Delfina's boyfriend had, that did the killing and torturing, mm, mm, mm. was told at 76 year old, years old that he would be released but then died of a heart attack from the news. Mm, in 1978, mm. while in jail during some construction, a bucket of cement fell on Delfina, killing her. Mm, mm, mm. Maria de Jesus was released after her sentence was over, remarried and went off the grid, and Louisa received the shortest sentence, but ended up in a mental hospital where she died. So. I Yes, Mm-mm. ladies and gentlemen. This one is worse. <laughs> Definitely worse. Okay, Mm-mm. first of all, you have been abused yourself. You as a girl know what it feels like to be mm. hurt and handle and everything. And yet, you still make the conscious decision to kidnap other girls. And do even worse to them. And the thing was, is that actually they'd only take girls they deemed beautiful. So they'd look on the street and be like that one. Like, I just, I can't. I think it was a combination of the two parents. No, obviously. Uh, um, Yeah, looking at them being successful in getting girls and even getting consents and all those stuff. I'd say that goes to the the mother's side, you know. Obviously being religious and all that stuff. Like kidnapping girls and (sighs) then forcing them literally into slavery by charging them for necessities, starving them. I mean, locking them in rooms for eight months. Imagine like being locked in a room for eight months. Uh, But it's definitely got to go back to the parents because... They're basically only doing what they know. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. their whole life, that's how they were treated. That mm. They were in an abusive household. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, the father used to throw them in jail, mm. spend 14. So that's all they know. That's all they're used to. That doesn't give them the excuse for what they did. But honestly, like what the parents did probably psychologically messed them up. I mean, to the point where all four of them were... Yeah. So had such loose moral compasses that they were able to do that to other women. I mean, sure. and this I know this is no excuse, but it's one thing for a man to be in control and be like throwing a woman into a prostitute, but for women to do it to other women. Ish. I feel that's like a hundred times worse because you as a woman understand what is going on there, what is being violated, what is happening to those women, mm. and yet you still do it, I think that is just an atrocity on proportions. I I can't understand how you can literally watch women. Mm. And the fact that there were police officials and yeah. politicians. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I- this was not a small prostitution ring. I... I was reading somewhere that apparently this prostitution alone spread such a number of STDs across Mexico. Yeesh. Yeah. See. 
Ah, no, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's absolutely. And you know what's so sad is stuff like this still happens. I was reading another stat and doing research for this. Five million people in the world today are still subject to human trafficking and this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. In 2023. Mm. And it's just swept under the carpet as if it is nothing. Yeah. And they're probably experiencing this and worse. And it just absolutely drives me i don't i just don't understand with them it was like yeah 12 year olds now it's even less like goes lower yeah. i'm sorry as for Delphina yeah. dying from a cement bucket i think they planted that. you know apparently the, the what happened was the the worker wanted to look at her and he peered over and accidentally knocked you're right because nah, apparently these sisters were some of the most hated sisters in the entire of mexico like mm. they were the most hated women in the entirety of mexico like people yeah. were like who the hell are the who do you think you are you kidnapping our daughters yeah and, and doing yeah. this type of stuff My and i mean like to the point where they'd kill you if you had your baby i mean that's like ridiculous 90 people they found a grave of 90 people i think it was 90 you you you, you. i mean we hey. like we were speaking about this i don't know what show but like we deal with like the zodiac we always speak about the zodiac man's only killed six people we think about we talk about jack the ripper jack the ripper only killed like five people they killed like 90 and it's not just it's a whole different game plus abortions sure that's worse. That, because in, in the statistics, when they say the 90 people, that doesn't count the, the, mm. the aborted babies. Mm-hmm. So add those babies. Ish. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, yeah. So I said this is worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, like, I, I, don't, I don't understand how you could do screws this. Screws are gone. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is demonic even, stuff. Even if yeah, you look you, at their pictures, you, you, they're you. like weird. Like you can just you. see. Like if I saw those women walking across the street, you bet believe I'm turning around Vibes and really I am like, running nope. as fast Definitely. as I yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. At least the police believe the girl who escaped. Because if she, if they didn't go then after she escaped and believe her and actually look into it, this could have gone on for so much longer. Mm, mm. Yeah. Which is also so sad about when like <sighs> these things like corruption gets involved and then the police officers are also using the establishment and that because then there is really no justice for the girls that are there. Mm, mm. Because then they're actively not actually looking into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why also some of them, they're like, uh, I'm going to go to the police. Next thing I'm back there. Yeah. Type of situation. And you're like, Ish, can't go there. I, speaking mm. of police, let me tell you my story. I promised <laughs> Nash I would tell him the story in the show. <laughs> okay. I don't know so what shock am I getting. Friday. Mm, I had a mm, rehearsal, mm. a dancing rehearsal. Oh, that's anyway, what, yeah. we, we ended up being very late at night. And we were about an hour away from my house. Now it's like 11 o'clock at night. And cha, cha, cha. it's just girls in the car. And so my dad wasn't exactly very happy. Plus, I struggle at night. My eyes, obviously, listeners, mm. you don't know I wear glasses. <laughs> Surprise, I wear glasses. I struggle with the oncoming traffic. Mm. So very nicely, the head of dance, because we weren't finished yet. And we next thing we were going to be there till midnight. So he was like, no, you know what? 
I'm going to excuse you and I'll drive you home. So I'm like, oh, thank you. That's very sweet of you. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'll drive you home and then my friend will follow us and then my friend will bring me back because mm-hmm. they still had stuff to do for the following day's events. Anyway, all going lovely, you know, chatty, chatty, very nice drive home and we get off the highway and they're cops. Dun, dun. But dun, now, dun. okay, his name is Sean for the, for, just for context. Because we, it was a spur of the moment thing, his license <laughs> was still was still at the venue. Yeah. And the guy behind us license was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I they pulled both of us over. Then the police officer lady's like, Where's your license? So he's like, listen, this is the problem. We haven't been drinking. He shows her his learner's license, his old learner's license. Listen, I can drive. Then I show her my license being like, listen, there is, like, we're not, Mm. there is, because technically if someone has a learner's license, they're allowed to drive with someone who has a license. So technically it should have been fine. Next thing, she's telling him to get out the car, saying, no, you're playing games with me, whatever, whatever. Takes him to the the cop car across the road. So then I get out the car to speak to the driver behind us. He's like, no, the other lady took his car keys. Uh, And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure she's fishing for a bribe. Like, I'm pretty sure of it. So I'm like, okay, okay. Anyway, Sean comes back. He's like, no, they Googled my ID on the system and saw that I had a license. So we're free to go. Mm. Anyway, we then get in the car we drive away then sean tells me as we're driving away he goes no i got to the cop car and she asked me how much do you have no it gets worse (laughs) it gets worse it gets worse so she asks him how much do you have so then apparently he's got two bank accounts and the one bank account has like 150 rand in so Mm. he's obviously not going to show the bank account which has his money in it so he's like look i only have this money like what else do you want from me so then she goes yeah but surely the girl you're driving with has money so then he says to her if she had money i'm the girl by the way if she had money why would i be driving her home (laughs) eventually they let us go but that is the lovely south african police <laughs> so that's my story my cop story yeah and this is like we, we were stopped at like 10 to 12 at night so it's also like very late where they even uh, which i understand because uh, it was a friday night people are drinking whatever whatever but like she could clearly see we were all like sober we, we explained to her we're coming from church We'd had the whole practice thing, whatever, whatever. But she just got so angry so fast. Like, but not even like, like angry for a reason. Mm, mm, Because technically the learners and the license should have been enough to get us past and being like, okay, we can go. But she got so aggro, like, like get out the car. You playing. I can see you want to play games with me. And I was just like. Lady, can you not see? Because literally the rest of the other dancers were in the back of the car. They were literally asleep. I was like, can you not see? We just want to go home. Anyway, that's our lovely story. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the part where when you see them, you just shoot. Hey, hey, hey. You know, my uncle is so in that one's ish. That's yeah. my story. It was fantastic. It was great. Yeah. Thank ish. you, Sean, for driving us home, even though... I nearly got you in trouble, but uh, thank you. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, this is the problem is when you have police forces that you can't even trust because they're supposed to be the people keeping you safe. And next thing, imagine. they're the people who are also at the brothel that you're trapped in. Ish. I just you know escaped. Uh, need help. And then they're um, like, oh, okay, we'll help you. Take you back where yeah, you came from. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's unfortunate because especially a lot in the more third world countries, I feel like this is a major problem. Mm. Mm. It is. So that's great. We, as, as society, we need to have that relooked at. But that is all for the Gonzalez sisters. Um, honestly, you know, people have even refrained from making movies about these people because it's so disturbing. It is disturbing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like hey. I said, the sun was worse. Yeah. Mm-mm. Otherwise, Nash will be choosing a topic next <laughs> week. <Come> conspiracies. <laughs> just to make sure that the light is... You know, uh, the light. The, I was about to say the light is hot. <laughs> Otherwise, hot we'll see light. you next time. Peace. Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like, post, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.